This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I'm feeling fit as a fiddle. Uh, Great. Why is that? Because I've been drinking smoothies, Tom. Oh, I thought you were going to say because you've been drinking alcohol. Well, that's going to tell you, look, Tim, that's just a temporary euphoria that will eventually wear off. Tom, I don't think I'm getting enough protein. Yeah. Well, you're a vegetarian. That's a constant uh, uh, thing people who aren't vegetarians say to vegetarians. Yeah, but it's also a myth. Like, yeah. uh, there's protein uh, in everything, there's uh, protein bread? in beans, there's oh. protein in soybeans. <laughs> There's That's just a different protein type of in kidney beans. Well, if if it's a myth, then why aren't you getting enough protein? Because I don't do anything. Because you don't like uh, beans. No, I just haven't been eating solid food lately. I've, oh. I've been uh, I've been uh, all smoothies. Oh, yeah, because you got this stupid smoothie maker. It's not smooth. It's not stupid. It is smoothie. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's not stupid. It's very expensive. <laughs> well, th- something can be expensive and a stupid thing. Name one thing that's expensive and stupid. Uh, be- besides my Vitamix. Uh, the James. Webb Space Telescope, potentially. You think that's stupid? Well, Tim, you'll have to tune in to find out. I, I mean, you. In. I guess you are tuned in. You'll find Tom, out later I if I think it's stupid if, or if not. I wanted to. The only way I can tune <laughs> out of this is if it gets real dark. Um, but why? Just eating, not eating solid food. You can, you can smooth proteins, can't you? Yeah, but I haven't been. Yeah, but Tim, I've been telling you, put some beans in your smoothie. I Any mean, kind of beans, preferably a, baked beans. Not a terrible idea. A lot of baked beans aren't vegetarian. Um, well, get some vegetarian ones, put them in your smoothie. I mean, I I would. You know what? When people are like, ugh, green smoothies, everything tastes fine. You blend everything together, it's fine. It's a big mush. It's yeah, good. I don't really care about yeah, if that. if it's cold enough, you're fine. Yeah, I used to put a lot of uh, 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 one-time sponsor of the show, Athletic Greens. Well, multiple-time sponsor of the show, Athletic Greens. Yeah. I would put that in my smoothie sometimes. And even though it's a little teeny tiny uh, like teaspoon, turn the whole thing green. But yeah. uh still tastes it good. Yeah. Yeah. I think green... Is just uh, like a very prevalent color. Yeah, no, I mean, you put green in anything, the whole thing's gonna turn green. Tom, but here's the thing: mm-hmm. putting like enough spinach to freaking kill a horse in this. Wow, thing. I'm putting a whole apple, which a horse would like. A horse could eat you know, a, whole, <laughs> right. a whole apple in one. So in one e- even the core and all the seeds and everything. Nah, I core the apple, Tom. Well, I'm then not, I'm not you maniac. don't put the whole apple in. Yeah, I know. You can eat the core. No, you can't. It's got arsenic in it. The seeds have arsenic. Yeah, that's why that's the best part of the core. But also, you know, you start with one seed, mm-hmm. next day two seeds, next day three seeds. Suddenly, you're immune to arsenic poisoning. Yeah. I remember there was an episode of the 1966 Batman where, uh, like, uh, Adam West was poisoned, mm-hmm. but uh, he didn't die or what. I forget who poisoned him, Penguin or Riddler or Joker Wait, or somebody. Mm- Adam West, the man. Adam West, the actor, not not playing himself, playing Batman, playing Bruce Wayne. Okay, but uh, he didn't. He wasn't uh, overcome by the the effects of the poison, 
and he revealed to the villain that he had drank buttermilk before and the buttermilk had coated his stomach uh, and stuff. And I don't know if that's scientifically That's accurate. why I drink a big glass of buttermilk before my smoothies. I don't do it every day, but I do it if I'm entering a situation where I think I might be poisoned. Tom, so anytime see, I'm eating out. Yeah, I feel like you think there's... I don't think you're afraid of common street crime. Mm-mm. I feel like you're like no, afraid be, of being assassinated. Yeah, I, I'll reason. be the victim of a targeted crime yeah, for exactly. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, due somebody, to your stature. Due to my stature, due, due to my outsized political views. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's really just a matter of time. So that's why I take great pains to drink uh, a gallon of buttermilk every day. Uh, Tom, how are you doing this week? Uh, I'm doing good, Tim. Thank you for asking. I have a, a brief up. I have two brief updates after last week's episode. Okay. Last week's episode about Thor. Thor. First update. I saw the Thor movie. Okay. I thought it was okay. All right. I thought it was. It That's was... your review of literally every <laughs> Marvel movie. <laughs> These Marvel movies I love so much. They're all okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was okay. It, it, yeah, I know. It, you it, mentioned it, that. It veered a little bit into the territory that I was afraid of, which was going for laughs first. Right. Before anything else, which I'm 100% for. If See, it's... I don't understand. These people are like, these movies should be more serious. No, it was. Because the thing is, if if it's like a huge laugh, then I'm all for it. It was more like eh, like a quip that's not really that funny. You like uh, more like uh, ethnic humor. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? You Tim? like you like uh, jokes that punch down. You like uh, when a guy comes in at uh, the comedy club at the end of the night and starts uh, being like Italians <laughs> are, are like Where this. Are you from? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, Tim, I'm not a fan of quote unquote ethnic humor. <laughs> is that am I is that wrong? That's not that's not what that's called, right? <laughs> yeah, what no. is that guy like Tom, remember when we went to a comedy show because we uh-huh. wanted to see Norm MacDonald a few years ago? Yeah, and it yeah, turns yeah. out he was just the host of the like the MC. So yeah. like he did maybe like five minutes of stand up. Yeah, not a And a bunch of other lot. people came yeah. and did more stand up. Mm-hmm. But then at the end of the night it was like they dropped the checks and it's like, Thanks for coming. As you're yeah. leaving, this guy's gonna be like this is what, you know like, what Puerto Ricans are like. Yeah, is. it's like, and this is what Jews are like, and this is what Italian people are yeah. like, and this is what the Irish is like. And like, we got up to leave because like, that, that's not an entertaining act. <laughs> right. And he started yelling at us and like uh, yeah. yelling slurs at us and stuff. What is that type of humor called? Uh, Like insult comedy? Yeah, I guess. Kinda? But like where, I guess. Sheep? Yeah, when I said ethnic humor i meant like uh ones that like Eating. target certain yeah. ethnicities okay well, then that's what you're into and you wish that the marvel <laughs> movies would do more of it is what right. i was accusing you of punching down yeah uh no it was just like uh a lot a decent amount of like oh i can tell that was like an improvised line right you hate improv comedy yeah, i kind of do i think yeah and it was like oh an improvised line in like a place that emotionally doesn't fit that Right, you know what I mean. Um, okay, yes, but was, but overall, I thought it was I thought it was fine. It was enjoyable. I okay. was glad I saw it. Let's say that. Great. Um, I'm glad you saw it too, Tom. What'd you eat while you were there? I had a monster burger. It was what, called. What's uh, what's in a monster? Burger? It was made out of Beef? actual monster. Oh, yeah, it's made out of some uh, nondescript monster that they had found. 
I think it was like a, a child molester or something. They made oh, into a hamburger. Nice. Yeah. And then, then they were like, it's a monster burger. We told you what it was and you happily ate it. So you can't be mad at us. Oh. That's what it said in uh, small print underneath. But it was dark in the theater. So yeah, yeah, I couldn't could, tell. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'd be able to tell if I was eating beef or a human being. Even I don't know with what the lights human on. tastes like. Especially uh, a burger with like, yeah, I presume it had cheese on yeah. it and all sorts of condiments. And- yeah, I think uh, the word on the street is that human tastes kind of like pork. Huh. Which makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, yeah, very similar animals. Um, but it, it it was fine. Like, uh, if if you like these movies, you liked Ragnarok. Go see this. It's not gonna blow your skirt it's up. Not, but Tom, it was good. Everybody saw it. It's fine. Second update. Uh, last week I complained about street sweeping. Mm-hmm. This week, uh, I thought the street sweeper had passed already when I went to move my car. So mm-hmm. I went to a spot. And the street sweeper had not passed. And I swear the street sweeper must have been listening to the episode, Tim, because he swept the street within an inch of my life and got so much dirt on my car. Good. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Karma, my friend. I don't know. And I looked at the street after he'd swept it. I was like, all right, it still looks dirty. Yeah, that was the thing. I Today, actually, I was walking back from dropping my son off at daycare. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I don't have a baby. And the street sweeper came up. And normally I'd be like, well, this thing like shoots off rocks. From- <laughs> yeah, I should so probably like, keep my baby away yeah, from it. Yeah, so I was like, oh, baby's not here. Let me see. And I really <laughs> investigated, like, what's it doing? And like, I think the the street sweeper was looking at me like, what are you doing? Get so close. And sure enough, a rock came up and hit me right in the neck. <laughs> So the street sweepers, they've got it out for us, Tim. Yeah. They don't like what we have to say about their jobs. Yeah. Good reason. They keep the streets clean. Yeah. Well, we keep the streets. You know what? I feel like they need to wash those brushes more often. Those They they should be washing those brushes like every block, I think. Because, yeah, they get so dirty. The city's dirty. They need a pit crew at every corner to wash the the sweepers. They should offer that. Like, look. Bristles. Uh, if you'll work on the, the, the street crew that washes off, you don't have to move your car. Right. We'll give you a special badge or something. But then who's going to, then they're not going to be able to clean the street. They should just, they just hose can't, it down. Can't just get a guy that. to hose well, it Well, that's down. a waste of water, Tim. You want them to waste Use water? Use sewage. <laughs> well, that's not going to do it. No, that's a, that's a bad idea. Salt water. Salt water. Well, they all like tear apart the streets, though. I think uh, yeah. you're not. Do you know this? We have ab- bad ideas here. You know this about uh, apparently like ivy on buildings is very bad. Really? Apparently, like destroys brick in like a matter of years. Well, plants and buildings are mm-hmm. natural enemies. Yeah. I guess the that's what it is. Plants are trying to bring everybody, bring everything back to earth. Yeah. They. they if you watch, because they any- feed on. Death. All, yeah, they do. They feed yeah. on death. They yeah. they take all the nutrients from things after they die, and they use that. They fuel that, and then we eat it. I guess I don't eat ivy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you eat ivy from Brooklyn brownstones. <laughs> but uh, yeah, apparently, I just know anytime on like the Brooklyn subreddit, somebody posts a picture of like a beautiful brownstone covered in ivy. The the top comment is always like. I hope you're ready to repair all those bricks in five years. Mm. Mm. I I don't understand why people look at things. But but also, like, when I see those comments and I look at these uh, places, I'm like, 
Oh, I'm sure they are. It looks like they're filthy rich. <laughs> they have that kind of yeah. brownstone. I'm sure they don't really care. Yeah, they'll resurface all the bricks in five years. They'll mm. cost them nothing. Nothing but an inconvenience. The rich. But the nanny will have to deal with it, not them. They'll the be nanny on... is doing brick no, work? No, but the nanny will be home while the brick work's going on. Uh, They'll be down on Wall Street. Yeah. Buying, buy, trading, buy, sell, sell. selling. Having big steak dinners and five martini lunches. Earning dividends. Shorting stocks. You ever get dividends? Longing stuff? stocks. Uh, yes, I have gotten dividends. It's a pretty neat thing. Yeah, so like, yeah. here's some money. It's and, always, for me. It's always like you've you've gotten a dollar and six cents in <laughs> yes, dividends. It's I'm just like life changing yeah. money. Yeah. Uh, anytime I've gotten uh, div- more on the Simpsons video game yesterday <laughs> at, the, at the arcade. Tim, just buy that game. No, no, no. I gotta go down to the arcade. And buy um, it. Anytime I get dividends from a stock, I go, well, it looks like this stock is really paying dividends. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Tim, you were trying to convince me to buy the Simpsons arcade game yeah, the other day. Yeah, there's a day. home version. Yeah. Well, they, there's this uh, company called Arcade 1-Up, and right. they make, uh, I think they're maybe like three-quarter size. Could you please stop sneezing? We're recording a I'm podcast. Sorry. I, I, I squeezed my nostrils so nothing came out. I, no, I saw little puffs come out of both your ears. <laughs> yeah, I'm dizzy. <laughs> and your eyeballs, your eyeballs bulge for I a second. I need to just sit down for a second. Uh, uh, they make like I think maybe they're like three quarter size, maybe half size uh, arcade cabinets, okay. a reasonable size for right. the home, but still an unreasonable size for any New York City apartment. Right. I would think, unless you Except have one of these brownstones. Yeah, yeah. yeah I Did you bought. buy it? No, I didn't buy it. I don't have. Where am I going to put that? I'd have to put it where you're sitting. That's fine. I'd be playing it right now. Tim, this week uh, we're talking about a topic near and dear to a lot of scientists' hearts. Scientists such as ourselves. Yeah. Uh, the the James Webb. Near and dear to scientists' artificial hearts. <laughs> What is that? Because they're scientists. All the scientists are so in love with science and progress that they're like, I'm going to get my heart replaced with this artificial heart. Yeah. And then. So so I can be science. Yeah. And then one day, hopefully, I'll be able to kill God. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the ultimate goal of these scientists. Every scientist's dream. (laughs) To turn it, turn themselves into some kind of living machine that can kill God. Yeah, replace everything that God implanted yeah. in you. Yeah, with Send man-made it. science-forward. Uh, I don't know uh, devices. Send it, send it back like cold soup at a restaurant. No thanks, God. I don't want yeah, your then, kidneys. I've got robo kidneys. Yeah, and then God comes down. Like, What's wrong with the kidneys? And then. Uh, <laughs> Bam, all the scientists with their... Uh, yeah, get them! Yeah. <laughs> the whole restaurant is actually cyborg scientists who have uh, been pretending. Kind of like those uh, those old uh, Folgers commercials where they would give them Folgers coffee. Instead uh, of uh, fancy coffee. Yeah, or Folgers crystal. Yeah, Remember? instant coffee maybe. Yeah, and they would tell them, like, actually, you've been drinking Folgers crystal. And they're like, what? It's delicious. Yeah. But the whole restaurant's in on it, of course. They all have to sign releases. 
It'll be like us with all these scientists. Anyway, this telescope. (laughs) The James Webb Space Telescope. Uh, Big, big thing this past week because they put out the first pictures uh, from the James Webb Space Telescope. Tim, did you see these pictures? I didn't look them up until today. I saw that it was happening. I was like, I'm not going to be interested in this. It's space. I don't know. And, and like whenever they, you're like, yeah, I've seen space, I've seen the sky before. Yeah, look up every every night. Yeah, I look up at the stars. And I say, why, <laughs> why me? And I, and I pray for the death <laughs> of my enemies. Um, uh, you know, every time they're they're touting and hyping uh-huh. up pictures from space, yeah, it's always, it's always some blurry, some garbage. Like the Mars rover, it's like legitimately cool. Yeah, but then we're all pretending like the like the pictures are impressive and it's like cool that it's happening yeah but you, then the you pictures to, is like it's not much to look at yeah you have to when you look at those pictures really like remind yourself like okay this is a different planet right that's, it looks boring as hell. yeah that's like, what's crazy it's not about aesthetically pleasing at all yeah it's crazy that this picture exists in the resolution it's at right. but Somebody could also be tricking me. They could have just taken a picture out in the desert, and I would know. And told me like, "Oh, I feel like there oh, was." I'm sure, nobody thinks that's actually happening. <laughs> well, like I know, uh, for like a while, there was like the same picture that kept going viral. Uh, that was like, this is the first picture of like the sun setting on another planet. Uh, and it, it wasn't. It was like, oh no, actually, we got like a picture of that in the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that is me, but viral. that's not true. Yeah. But anyway, I was prepared mm-hmm. to be like, "This is gonna be some blurry bullshit." Or they're like, "We got a picture of a black hole," and it's yeah. just like, I don't, know, I don't even yeah. know what I'm looking at here. Yeah, it looks like uh, like nothing, which I guess yeah. is kind of like a black yeah. hole. But this, mm-hmm. they were hyping it up. I was like, I'm not gonna be interested. And I finally looked at them today in preparation for this mm-hmm. episode. These are fantastic. They're wondrous. These yeah. are the best pictures I've ever seen in my life of anything. Wow. Even your Eat your that, son. Ansel Adams. <laughs> Eat that, my son. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't. My, uh, my son in real life is uh-huh. not. But like, the I pictures can't take don't do picture. him justice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, did you... I, I prefer mm-hmm. my baby in 3D. Wow. Yeah, so I'm going to buy one of those 3D cameras. Do they have 3D cameras you can buy? I feel like they did in the 90s. Yeah, they must have them now. Maybe you could probably build one. I'm going to build a 3D camera so I can uh, show you pictures of my son, (laughs) and you can really appreciate them. Yeah, that's much easier than me uh, seeing them in real life. Yeah. the and just to be clear, I have seen your son in real life. Yeah, you've even people, held him. Yeah, before against your will, I I wrestled him away from you and yeah, held him. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> um, you scared my niece. Did you know this? I did know this, and I felt bad about it. Because you came in, and <laughs> there were a bunch of kids. Uh-huh. Uh, we were all away at a house, and. Uh, you came barreling in, and to the delight of every kid there, you went like, ah, like you were like being like, I don't know. Just no, like, it was that, it was your brother said, I think your niece was already scared of me and had told your brother, and your brother said, and I had like just woken up and I was going to get coffee, and I think your brother said something like, oh, no, that's just Tom. He's not scary. He's not a monster. And I went, ah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why'd you do that? Your father's a liar. <laughs> I am well, a monster. I mean, that was that's caused a great rift between them, Tom. <laughs> oh, now yeah. she doesn't trust I can never yeah, trust everything. this man yeah. again. Exactly. So anyway, the James Webb Space Telescope. Uh-huh. Tim, that that uh, first picture, do you, do you know like how much of the sky that's actually a picture of? That's probably our album art this week, I would say, right? I don't know which People one you're talking about. People can maybe look about. at the, with all the stars. Oh, okay, yeah. The first page. What the hell? What? I go to the NASA site uh, that uh, I was th- like, oh, let me it get. It says here, aliens are real. No, let me, like, I, I, I Googled it, and uh-huh. then uh, I'm like, okay, let me click on the, the first link that goes to yeah. NASA.gov. Uh-huh. It's a picture of this man. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's uh, the actual James Webb. Yeah. They uh, were which smart. We'll get to. Um by naming this the James Webb. Like now everybody knows James Webb. Well, that's why they name things after people. Yeah, but Hubble, who's uh-huh. Hubble? Uh Hubble was No, 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 but you don't know. You're looking <laughs> well, at your I notes didn't know now. Who James Webb was either. Uh from Wild Wild West. <laughs> what? He's in Wild Wild West? Oh, no, that's Jim West. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh, Hubble, Wild Wild West. Hubble was an astronomer who proved galaxies were moving away from each other. Right. So they were like, oh, you know what? You know, it's the perfect gift for an astronomer, a telescope. Are you saying this is the... the yeah, 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 that it, one. That kind of looks like uh, the rug at a laser tag place in like the lobby <laughs> yeah it's crazy because of how yeah. much is going on in in that picture yeah I'm, i've got a few things to say so about you that asked picture. me how much of how the, much of the sky you think that that picture i is don't of. understand the question well how would the answer like, be phrased if, if you like if, if so that picture 90 percent <laughs> that picture if you had if you had that picture and it was like a line up in the sky where that is and tell us like what, how much of the sky this oh. image would take up. Oh, I'd say maybe like, uh, like a small amount. Tim, it would take up if you held a grain of sand and held it out at arm's length. Okay. And looked at that. that All is that how is in a grain of sand. That that percentage of the sky, you know, that inf- so like thirty percent, infinitely small. I mean, in New York City, yeah, that uh, would take up about thirty uh. percent of the sky you could see. So it's a very small portion of the sky. Each one of those galaxies. Uh, You're saying this one isn't better than that one, though. Um. Look, okay, sorry, people. There's an audio medium. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the other ones, and I don't even know how to describe. Like yeah. they're indescribable. You just have to see them. They're fantastic. Yeah. They're wonderful. Well, look at your podcast player, and if it supports album art, not all of them do. <laughs> <laughs> the, it'll, you'll see it. Just go to NASA. Or just go to NASA. Go to any website. first images. Go to any website. It will show you what the what these yeah. pictures look like. But the one with all the stars, mm-hmm. those galaxies, like y- y- you can see how some of them are like galaxies, right? Right. Um, each I, one. Sure. <laughs> I but, said right. It's just so you would keep talking. But they look like kind of like swirling things, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Each one of those galaxies is estimated to have a billion planets. Right. Or yeah. I'm sorry, not a billion planets, a billion solar systems. A billion solar systems? Yeah. You're Within, talking about you're talking about this one. Yeah, okay, like yeah, yeah. all those little things. 
So there's just like an insane amount. I mean, that's what a lot of people, you know, have said after looking at this picture. It, it's insane to think we're alone in the universe when when you see just how many sure, planets. You're always going to go like, oh, but maybe aliens will come. But like, can't we just be no, the in thing awe is, of seeing these wondrous photos? Oh, of course. Photos? And I'm not saying, actually, like if, if there are civilizations there, it's like, oh, they'll never be able to reach us. We'll never yeah. be able to reach them unless wormholes or whatever and they do exist in the words of santa claus <laughs> they do exist well the words of santa he was claus talking, from he was, an m&m yeah commercial. he was talking about the m&ms <laughs> um but also you do you notice in that picture like some are kind of like warped yeah and you think like ah, oh, they oh you, you keep conflating these two pictures but i'm, I'm talking about I'm the, what i believe was the actual first picture right which is but just the like other one that you stars. were just talking about was a different picture. yeah uh no i was talking about this one no you weren't um yeah i was <laughs> you can tom see, you weren't but go on see how like some of it's kind of warped yeah and you think like ah Shiv had one of those astronauts wipe down the lens before. Yeah, well, there's no astronauts up there, but yeah. Uh, it's warped because of gravitational warping, because of, uh, you know, gravity. It, it works like a lens and kind of warps, so oh, like yeah. some of it gets to us before other parts, right. and it, and it kind of looks stretched out and, and whatnot. Well, I recommend everybody go take a look at these. Um, they're fantastic photos. Um, what's, what's the point of these? <laughs> like, cause you know me, Tom, uh-huh. I watch Cosmos and I'm like, I'm on board, but I also, well, think, you're just like, a big Neil deGrasse Tyson Neil fan. deGrasse Tyson, you're kind of full of beans. You're here. like, no, I love when he takes down <laughs> movies or cartoons. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> when but, he's like, oh, the idea that the wily e. coyote would only fall off a cliff once he f- looked down is against newton's first principle yeah i mean i, I love that uh i like accuracy in any media that i consume tom uh be it uh new uh, york times com- or merry melodies completely unable to suspend disbelief um no, I watch. Uh, you know, I watch the new Cosmos, and they're like, "This is what it looks like a billion light years yeah. away." And it's like, we know that this specific part is purple. It's like, no, you don't. But now mm-hmm. we're getting pictures of stuff. It's like, oh, that part is purple. Well, Tim, I have bad news for you. All the colors in that are false colors. No. <laughs> yes, they are. It's like colorized, like like uh, Ted Turner did it, but it like. They still like uh, they know the wavelengths and stuff. Uh, I don't think they do. Uh, I think they mostly color it just to kind of make it visually distinct to kind uh, of be able to tell parts from other parts. Oh, I don't like this anymore because the, the James Webb telescope. I'm off. I'm not on board. I think it's a waste of money. Defund NASA. Yeah, uh, the James Webb telescope is uh, an infrared telescope, right? So. It can it can see infrared wavelengths, which is great for uh, like seeing through dust and seeing over right. long distances. But uh, yeah, in a lot of these pictures, they're kind of just being like, well, you know, what what colors would be interesting to see? Wait, is that true? Yeah, it's true. I mean, Tim. I don't trust. I don't. You know. don't trust me. You trust NASA more than you trust me about colors. I trust no one. Tom. 
Yeah, it's true. Get up there and do your own research. Yeah. That's what I say. That's what I'm doing here. Work on that backyard rocket. You remember that guy who was uh, trying to build a rocket to prove the Earth was flat, and then he yeah. Uh, died? Yeah, and like a rocket crash. <laughs> he died when the... He died. And the thing is, I had seen one of those guys... You know, it's messed up to laugh at a man's death, but also, like, this guy was a goof. Well, yeah. It's like, look... You had plenty of people telling you this was a bad idea. Yeah, you were just being a goof after all. Well, and also I saw like a video of one of his other rocket launches. First off, you don't you don't need to launch a rocket to prove the Earth is uh, round instead of flat. Right. I guess it's. Because a lot of these flat earthers say, uh, like, oh, the curvature of the earth, that's because of lenses. Because lenses are curved, you know, and of course we all know that from every picture we take. Yeah, Every picture is just dramatically curved. Um, I mean, it's true of wide-angle lenses, I guess. So I guess they just think, oh, all these pictures are wide-angle pictures, so he needed to get up there to see it for himself. But I saw this other video of like a, a, I don't know if it was a successful or unsuccessful test flight, but he landed so freaking hard and he died. (laughs) No, this is before he died, Uh, but he had like broken his back uh, because I I don't think they even knew for sure if he broke his back on the way up or the way down because it was kind of like, well, both of those are forces you shouldn't subject your body to and also you got i don't know a few hundred feet up like not even close (laughs) to be able to prove anything yeah you could have like built a giant slingshot and probably uh like i don't yeah i don't well i don't think he got like taller than a skyscraper right would have like you could have bought a ticket to go to the top of the empire state go to the top of the rock baby hey when you're in new york you gotta go to the top of the rock well at the very least don't launch your rocket from the desert. Launch it from the top of a skyscraper. Yeah. Now you're already halfway there. Yeah, smuggle it up to the top of the rock. Uh, don't care. So my understanding is that they launched this telescope to tell if the Earth was uh, round or flat. Yeah, what did they... What was the... It pointed the wrong way. They don't even know. Oh, son of a... These guys. Yeah, a bunch of knuckleheads. This episode is sponsored by Indochino. Guess what? What? Before a wedding, the anticipation is palpable, Tom. We both attended a wedding last weekend. We did. You were wearing an Indochino suit, Tim. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, everyone involved in a wedding, mm-hmm. be it guest to uh, the bride or groom themselves, uh, starts planning way ahead, right? Right. Especially when it comes to what they wear. Of course. So whether you're going to be a groom in a wedding party or a lucky guest like us, Tom, lucky ducks, mm-hmm. everyone wants to look their best for a wedding. Tom, with a custom-fitted suit from Indochino, you'll look great like me, feel confident like me, and enjoy the big day without fussing over your clothes. Choose every detail on a suit like I did, shirt, <laughs> dinner jacket, and more at affordable prices that may surprise you for fully custom pieces i should look into getting a dinner jacket i've been eating all my dinners jacketless this I whole know. time we've all been uh, <laughs> I, tisk- I must look like a, cav- you. Yeah, right. a caveman uh tom 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I loved the suit that I got. It uh, it was completely customized to me when it you came. You look great in it. it was, thank you. Um, I don't need external validation, but <laughs> uh, I appreciate it nonetheless. Um, and when I got it to my my home, they it, like it just it fit. It was the best fitting uh, suit I've ever had. Yeah. Every suit is made to your exact measurements, and you can customize every detail. Create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly. With options for fabrics, lapel shape, custom monograms, statement linings, and more. The best part: Indochino's suits start from just four twenty nine, and shirts from seventy nine dollars. Indochino also offers completely custom fitted shirts, casual wear, and more. Get a wardrobe personalized to your style and taste without spending a fortune. They're always adding new pieces and options, so you can stay on trend and in style, like me, Tom. Explore their relaxed yet refined approach to spring suits with their new spring pastels. Ooh. Mm. That's something uh, I got to take a look at. If you got a big day coming up, getting the perfect look is no big deal with Indochino. Get $50 off any purchase of $399 or more by using the promo code guide at indochino.com. That's $50 off a purchase of $399 or more at i n d o c h i n o.com. Promo code guide. This episode is sponsored by Sakara. Feeling your best starts with what you eat. Sakara helps you live a healthy, balanced lifestyle and truly enjoy it with delicious, plant-rich, transformational nutrition that builds a foundation for living in your best body. Uh, Tom, mm-hmm. we both tried Sakara. Yes. I like that food. Delicious it's stuff. delicious. It yeah, made me feel good. Sakara is a wellness company anchored in food as medicine on a mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. Sakara gives you the tools you need to transform your life with their organic, ready-to-eat meal delivery program and functional wellness essentials. Their nutritionally designed, chef-crafted breakfasts, lunches, and dinners are made with powerful plant-rich ingredients, helping boost your energy, support your digestion, curb your sugar cravings, and get your skin glowing. Plus, it's all delivered right to your door, ready to eat. Sakara's functional, plant-rich wellness essentials help you create a body you love living in. From their best-selling Metabolism Super Powder to the foundation, their daily supplement packs, Sakara's products are designed to support your wellness goals anytime, anywhere. You know what Sakara uh, makes me think of? You know how like uh, like uh, celebrities and stuff uh, always look great, and you're like, oh yeah, well if I had a personal chef able to make me healthy stuff that's delicious, I'd look great too. That's kind of what this is. Exactly. Uh, d- d- tell that to my uh, ninth grade social studies teacher who always <laughs> complained about Oprah. <laughs> and right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash guide or enter code guide at checkout. That's sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash guide. Tim controversy about the name of the James Webb space. Oh no! Because of the the guy James Webb. Ooh, is I he guess, a ne'er do well? Well, some people think he uh, was homophobic. Okay. Because he was the so not good. So he he was the administrator of NASA that uh, Kennedy put in. John F. Kennedy. John F. Okay. Kennedy. Uh, no, John Junior. <laughs> uh, uh. 
Oh, yeah, maybe. Well, I'm not talking about the current administrator. <laughs> of course, they've secretly <laughs> yeah, yeah. been put in place. Um, but he's like, he was the administrator of NASA during the space race, essentially. Right. So okay. uh, probably the most well-known administrator. But I guess... Um, the one that kind of oversaw the yeah. creation of the Apollo program yes. and stuff? Okay. Um, but he was the, uh, I guess there was at least one person who was fired, arrested and fired for being a homosexual or at least a suspected homosexual. At NASA? Yeah. That's... During during his tenure. And so because of that, pe- people think he was involved with it um, so that, you know, the, the telescope shouldn't be named after him. NASA basically said, look, we, we looked into this. We know like who the undersecretary was or whatever that that was right. responsible for this, but there's no evidence that NASA James looked Webb... into it. And was like, you know how many billions of dollars we spent, and we <laughs> etched this guy's name on it. Look, we're all just gonna agree he wasn't homophobic. I mean, my thing was basically like, there's no evidence, but of course he was. Yeah, everybody was. It in was the, the 1950s yeah. and 60s. Yeah. I mean, I guess the difference is like, was he, you know, run of the mill homophobic or was he like, I'm going to root homosexuals out of NASA and, you know, ride them out on a rail. Um, So inconclusive. But uh, but yeah, so they kept the name. But that that's who James Webb was. Mm. Um, This replaced the Hubble telescope. Right. Which sucked. Tom, do you Mm -hmm. think. I don't know if you even know the half of how much it sucked. It broke. Well, it never worked right. It was right. faulty. Yeah. It was launch faulty. Yeah. No what, attention. What were Here's you going to say? Mm-hmm. I remember the Hubble telescope. When did it launch? 1990. Yeah. I feel like the world or America, mm-hmm. like, uh, we rallied around it. It's yeah. like, oh, the Hubble. Well, but and also, like, we were sucked. in grade school, so yeah, they, like, really true. hyped that shit but, to like, us. Yeah, I, I just feel like uh, this, like the James Webb Space Telescope, should be a bit, like it should be more unifying than it is, right? Because like we're it's fairly these... unifying. I think people are pretty excited no, about Tom, it. We're still on the verge of civil war. <laughs> Tim, maybe yeah, this should have like you know eased all of our tensions. Maybe you haven't been to the Facebook page of I Love Science. I effing love science. I fucking love science. Tom, come on. Hey, if Facebook's not going to censor yeah. it, then what, what am I going to do? Not censor it. Yeah. Maybe you haven't been to the that webpage lately, Tim, but I'm sure they all love it there. Yeah. Remember that? that I mean, I guess there's a lot of people like that still. It's very annoying. People are like, I'm, I'm so into science, but they don't actually know anything about science. Yeah, they just like like cool pictures and like yeah. uh, Which we vaccines all do. that work and stuff. And yeah, it's like, okay, but, cool. But yeah. like loving science, if you're not a scientist, that's not a personality. Yeah. Get I don't it. think anybody's a No, you don't think? Oh, I think there are a lot of people who it's like, that's what my personality is. It's an is. element of people's personalities. Yeah. And like the it's other thing is like, and I it's like the, love the Game of Thrones yeah. also. It's always yeah, like I was going to say, it's like, it's like the least annoying element yeah. of their personality, <laughs> actually. But um, uh, what were we talking about? Uh, the s- space telescope. Oh, yeah, the space telescope. You were talking about Hubble being faulty. Yeah, when they launched the Hubble telescope, uh, it it the one the mirror it had you know like one main mirror I guess mm. wasn't curved right. 
was 2.2 microns off, 150th as thick as a piece of paper. Paper isn't very thick at all. Yeah, and think about taking a piece of paper, slicing it into 50 new sheets of paper. Boy, lengthwise that would no, be no, <laughs> no. I mean, de- that would be pretty uh, depth-wise, yeah. I suppose. Uh, boy, would the paper company not be happy with you doing that? Because now not? they've sold you one piece of paper instead of fifty. Yeah, that's true. They but, don't want you know, doing that. I think if you put a ballpoint pen to that, yeah, it'd probably go right through. Yeah. Uh, what about a felt tip marker, though? Mm, I think the it drag on it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, back to the drawing board. Looks <laughs> like we're gonna have to keep buying paper as, as normal. I guess I'm still just gonna have to keep buying reams and reams of paper every week. Uh. Um, we take a lot of notes around here, but it was it was a little bit off, and I guess they like launched the telescope, and it sounds like they were kind of they kind of did the thing the scientists like, oh yeah, this is great. Look at these pictures. This is great. Yeah. This is just what we thought. Meanwhile, they're like, fuck, something's wrong. And they told us, poor <laughs> bastard second graders, like this is great. Yeah, and it's like then I lost uh, between that and the Challenger. I'm just like NASA sucks. Yeah. NASA's yeah. got a is on a freaking losing streak here. Yeah, and, and they you know that uh, that I effing love science page wasn't available yet to yeah. win you back, Tim. I th- this is a tangent. It was a, probably a also bit. BBS system that I could have uh, <laughs> dialed into. Uh, this is a little bit of a, a tangent, but this is one of those things. Uh, like as a kid where it's like, I'm not sure if somebody lied to me or did a bad job explaining it. Okay. And maybe you'll remember this. Do you remember being told in school that there was going to be like a PBS, I think it was like a PBS airing and they were going to like show us the tapes the next week that they had found dinosaur eggs and dinosaurs were going to be born live on TV? I feel like, like at first I was just like, no, you idiot. But now I kind of remember that. Yeah, and it wasn't, obviously, it wasn't true. They were like puppets or whatever. Or I don't even know that. I don't know what the hell I it was. I don't know that I ever saw it that tape. Yeah, but I just feel like, I feel like they had explained what fossils were Did, to like, us. Did our school principal, like, misunderstand something he read I mean, in the that's newspaper? the other thing, too. Like, a lot of our teachers in grade school, I'm sure couldn't rub two brain cells together i mean tom come on not all of them but a lot of them coming for the teachers now first you come for neil degrasse Tyson. (laughs) now you're coming for american teachers no i'm just saying tim do you think uh like some of the really hate civil service you hate the 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 street sweepers you hate you hate teachers well at least i'm an equal opportunity um but like thinking about some of the teachers in elementary school, you think not uh, some were amazing, yeah. brilliant people. Yeah, now there were some dullards. There were some that it's like, yeah, I would not, uh, I don't know, put a bet on them in a if they like a they were on Jeopardy contest. or something. <laughs> I guess Jeopardy is a brain contest. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's also a reflex contest with that buzzer. And that's why I feel like this was a teacher or something misunderstanding this, and that's why we never heard about it again. Yeah, I know exactly the teacher that probably told you. <laughs> <laughs> you know the teacher that was always whispering things to me, like they're they're gonna have no, dinosaurs born on I, TV. I know the the. The not very smart teacher. 
Oh yeah, I think I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, but uh, my sixth grade teacher. Oh, I was thinking a fifth grade teacher. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, she wasn't that that bright either. But uh, but yeah, I don't know what the hell was. But I feel like no, I think we were. I I think <laughs> like that, like, we can't say the name. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it was when we were younger. I feel like I was in like second grade. Yeah. Sixth grade, I wouldn't have bought this shit. Right. I was obsessed. I was too worried about Superman dying to worry about some oh, dinosaurs. Yeah. You wore the armband to school and everything. I didn't wear the armband to school, and you know who wore the armband to school uh, is neither of us. Uh, yeah, you'll know. also you'll take that name to the grave as well. Yeah, it's not anybody like either of us. I don't want speculation. That Kirk it's like Douglas, a friend of ours, or something, but um. Yeah, I just remember them telling us about these dinosaurs. And it, I feel like it was right after they explained fossils. And it was like, great, got it. Fossils aren't actually bones. Right. It's, it's what happens to bones sometimes under perfect conditions. And then they were like, and guess what? These eggs, uh, they've lasted 65 million years and they're going to hatch on TV. Yeah. I don't know that I was told that. I think there might have been a rumor that that was happening or something. Then it came from one of the teachers. I just remember uh, being told this. Anyway, the Hubble Space Telescope into the so the it had all it, it was a little bit off, so they had to go up and fix it because they can't bring these things back down to no. Earth. How far away was the Hubble compared to where the James Webb is? Uh, not nearly as far away as the yeah. James Webb. The James Webb Telescope is... That's like 2001, a space odyssey. Yeah, shit, right? it is. Where it's just like, that's, they're sending it off and It is uh, four times further away from us than the moon is. Wow. And the moon's pretty far away. Yeah. But it is in... Like, uh, I think I read somewhere 2,000 miles yeah, upwards of 2,000 miles away. Um, but it is... Uh, like New York to like Santa Fe. It is in an orbit where it is like kind of always in the Earth's shadow or mostly in the Earth's shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, you know, it's a lot. It's not... It's still orbiting Earth, but I guess at the same rate we're orbiting the sun. I don't know. I'm not a physicist, but it, it's fine. It's out there. You're a chemist. Yeah, I am a chemist. A uh, very skilled one at that. I'm but an astrologer. You finally got it right, Tim. After <laughs> all those years of uh, uh, learning astrology. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm an astrologist. Uh, astronomist. <laughs> no, never mind. You still don't have it right. Tim, this is why you don't get invited to do those talks at these big universities. (laughs) I mean, uh, one of them will come through at some point. And I got a lot of knowledge to impart, and not just about the stars. (laughs) Also about their futures. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so uh, they, they, they had to go up and fix Hubble. Uh, five days of spacewalks. Apparently, one of the big problems was that they like opened up a door on this thing, you know, during a spacewalk yeah. to like uh, go in where the camera get was. Some fresh air. <laughs> no, they couldn't get the door closed again. I mean, things are d- difficult. Yeah, yeah I in know. Space. But it's just hilarious to think that that's what the what like the problem was. It's like oh, we, because the way they fix the mirror, because I guess they couldn't j- replace the mirror. They were like, what we'll do? What? <laughs> Nothing. I was going to make a joke, but it wouldn't have made sense anymore. Uh, oh, and to give you an idea, the mirror is 90, 94.5 inches wide, the Hubble mirror. Right. Uh, so big. What is that? Like seven or eight feet? 
Sure. Um, Wait, how many inches? 94.5. Yeah, okay. And there are 12 inches in a foot. Yeah, it's 7.875 feet. Uh, well, it sounds like I was pretty quick with What'd that math. Seven or eight feet. That's uh, 7.875. 7.8. <laughs> Um, they made a bunch of like other, they basically took all the other elements and made them 2.2 microns off the other way. Yeah. To balance. To balance it out. Uh, and Who it made worked. that blunder? Oh. The original. Uh, I forget, but there was, it, it was like tied to, uh, like they did backtrace it to like, you know, some, uh, guy. Where it was like the calculations were off. He didn't actually screw up the curvature. Yeah. Like the curvature was like perfect to what the calculations were, but the calculations were wrong. Right. Which was why they didn't catch the mistake either, I guess. You got to check your math. Hey, any NASA scientist listening, check your math. Measure twice, make a mirror once. That's yeah. the saying. Um, but I didn't realize uh, just how, uh, uh, you know, big of a blunder this was. And the Hubble telescope costs even more than the James uh, Webb telescope. It costs really in in twenty fifteen dollars. It was eleven point three billion dollars. Okay, but that includes like having to go up and fix it and all that nonsense. Yeah. They had to like extend the the space shuttle program to get back up there one last time. Uh, but in the nineteen ninety one comedy, The Naked Gun Two and a Half, The Smell of Fear. Yeah, I know, I'm familiar. In a scene where historical disasters are displayed, Hubble is pictured with the RMS Titanic and the LZ one two nine Hindenburg. Wow. Oh, I don't I, think it's that big of it. Like nobody was killed. Yeah, that's true. But it, but it's still a pretty big blunder. I mean, we still got some pictures, right? We the got problem, good pictures. Well, they and they eventually fixed Hubble it. telescope. But the problem was with the custom-built reflective null corrector. Oh, the what? The custom-built reflective Whoa, null corrector. Whoa, these pictures are great, yeah. but these are all colored in. Also, <laughs> this, Tom. Yeah. What I mean, we can just have. Uh, I'm a purist. I like to just look at the infrared pictures. Yeah, and imagine the colors for myself. All right, uh, sorry, I'm 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 a little upset about this because like, why don't we just have the guys that make you know uh, computer backgrounds just make <laughs> these pictures? I mean, maybe that's what they are doing. Maybe they are just contracting some of the guys that make computer backgrounds and telling us all, uh, yeah, this is real stuff. Uh, yeah, we took this that uh, telescope we sent up there. We that's where we got these pictures. Yeah. We didn't just get them from some guy that does computer backgrounds, I'll tell you that much. We didn't spend $10 billion on that. Um, the discoveries of the Hubble telescope, Tim, uh, because you were, you were questioning if it's worth it. We figured out the age and expansion of the universe. Before Hubble, we thought the universe was between 10 and, 12, 10 and 20 billion years old. We nailed it down to 13.7 billion years old. Okay. Which obviously is very useful. We we use that in our day to day lives all the time. I mean, you don't have to use everything to be in the in your day to day lives for it to be, you know. All right. Well, I have to use it at least once. How about you that? You don't have to. There's. Tons I of, do. Tim, it was my tax there's dollars. Tons of information that you don't know that is. Well, now you're a real smart guy, actually. Yeah. 
I already knew all this stuff. You know a lot of stuff, Tom. Uh, we figured out black holes are probably common to the center of galaxies. Right. Uh, we figured out one of Jupiter's moons has a subsurface ocean. This was a thing. You see this? This was this was a, oh wait, this is Hubble. Yeah, this okay. is Hubble. I'm talking Sorry. about. Then I'm gonna talk about because I'm Hubble. upset about something that uh, the James Webb. Oh well, I'm done talking back. about Hubble. You can talk about James Webb. What? what are well, you no, I mean about? that's good that we lo- that we learned some things. Yeah. I think we should always be on a quest for knowledge. Uh huh. I mean, everybody else will just be like, "Hey, how how big is the latest celebrity's butt?" <laughs> Right, <laughs> right. So, like that's that's useless information. But a lot cheaper to find out. I don't know. All you need is a tape measure and access to that celebrity. <laughs> sometimes you don't have that access. Yeah, that's true. But sometimes you can use uh, an estimate. You, you can use like put, context clues. Yeah, you gotta and, like put something that you know the girth yeah. of next yeah. to that person you and put, stab you a put pit. a uh, like a traffic cone outside their house <laughs> and hope they walk past it yeah um tom you'd be a pretty good paparazzi <laughs> slash scientist and here's the beauty tim most of these celebrities they're gonna wake up in the morning look outside their window and go the hell is a traffic cone doing yeah. out there let me get it out of my driveway yeah click 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 then bring it back to the lab <laughs> Bring it back to have the boys at the lab crunch the numbers. <laughs> and before you know it, <laughs> I know exactly how big that butt is. So uh, the James Webb telescope took uh-huh. all these pictures. Mm-hmm. And then you're clicking through and you're like, this is nice. Apparently, uh, <laughs> Apparently it's all bullshit, but all right. <laughs> uh, and there's this one where it's just a graph. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this is how the New York Times, the failing New York Times, mm-hmm. uh, describes it. The spectra for the Jupiter-sized exoplanet WASP-96b, which is a really cool name, um, yeah. was not that's the most- where, Im- That's where all the people from Connecticut come from. <laughs> was not the most impressive put-up on screens on Tuesday. Rather than bending cosmic cliffs, it showed slopes of a chart recorded as the planet passed in front of its star, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when astronomers- So it's a, it's a graph. Yeah, yeah. But when astronomers who operate the Just Webb data. telescope- yeah. At the Space Science Telescope Institute in Baltimore, so they gasped and applauded. <gasps> yeah, but they're nerds, you know. Yeah, it's a it's a graph, and then these guys are <laughs> applauding for a graph, and then they're just like, "And that was a trillion dollars of your tax dollars." <laughs> like, don't show the public that part yeah. of everybody happy about a graph. Yeah, just show us the backgrounds for our yeah. computers. And so you're like, "Oh, great, we have some great new, and these are legit." desktop backgrounds we yeah. can use now. Yeah, uh, my tax dollars are finally going somewhere. Yeah. I can this put this isn't... on my desktop. I can maybe even crop it, put it on my phone. Yeah, and it's just like, hey, guess what? This is real. This is real yeah. life. Uh-huh. The All these colors, these are the colors we saw when we looked through yeah. the telescope. and then, uh, then uh, the head of NASA's like, sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you need to believe. Yeah, well, that guy wants a telescope named after him one day, yeah. so he's, he's going to keep his mouth shut about all yeah. this stuff. Uh, I also forgot that uh, the Hubble telescope was, I believe, the first time we were able to like see a planet outside of our solar system, which is also a big deal. And that's yeah. what the one of the things that they really want to use the James Webb telescope for is to see uh, measure the atmospheres of other planets and then you know, based on certain elements being in those atmospheres, we can then, I mean, they say they can tell if there's life on that planet. 
Yeah. But it's like, I think you're only going to be able to tell to a certain percentage of certainty. I mean, that's science, man. Even if you see... And I effing love it. Even if you see an atmosphere just like ours and you're like, oh, the mixture of nitrogen and carbon dioxide and oxygen could only happen if there are life forms uh, synthesizing those elements. It's like, yeah, but until you get me a snap of a little guy... You can't be 100% sure that that didn't just happen by chance. Right. Which I feel like is one of the disappointing things about a lot of uh, like space discoveries. Uh, anytime they think they found like evidence of previous life on Mars or organic material on Mars, it's always like, look, we think these might be holes worms made or they were just there. <laughs> It's one of the two. It's either the most mundane thing well, possible or the most uh, groundbreaking scientific discovery of human Yeah, but like that's a thing. I think what scientists like myself realize, mm-hmm. you can't expect every answer, everything to have a certain answer the first time. Like with, with you know, oh, we're in search of, of answers. We're in mm-hmm. search of truths. Yeah. We're not going to get to a certain answer, a certain truth with every attempt. We well, might get closer to it. certainly not with that attitude. Yeah, Tom. And guess what? Sometimes you got to sit back and realize, I'm about to blow your mind, the journey is the destination. But I the- mean, the fact that we're all looking at these pictures and we don't know what they're of. We don't, we don't, <laughs> I mean, we know what they're of. We don't know what color the, these things no. actually are in real life. But God damn it, we're doing it together. And like, we know a little bit more than we knew yesterday. I don't understand any of it. So I don't really know much more other than, <laughs> than I like, did yesterday. Yeah. But like, you know, mm-hmm. the people who are smart, they In they theory, know. we know yeah, more than yeah. we did yesterday. Well, me and like most of the population don't know any. We're actually getting dumber by the day. <laughs> yeah. You see this thing about how now they think like most baby boomers have lead poisoning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a whole hell of a lot. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, I could see that. Um, the so what's interesting about this, uh, this, you know, this space telescope has been in the works for a very long time. It was supposed to, I think it was supposed to have launched originally, maybe in like 2016. Hey, Tom, this mm-hmm. has been uh, in the works uh, longer than uh, Avatar 2. Yeah, I think it has been, yeah. Uh, just barely though, right? Yeah, well, you know what though? By the time Avatar 5 comes out, which they have announced, uh, you know, maybe they'll have, maybe that'll have been in the works longer. James Cameron says he wants like somebody else to direct Avatar Five. No, he doesn't. He finds a maniac to like uh, be as insane yeah, about he's these gonna things. Be like, okay, you yeah. do it, and then he's just gonna be like, "You're, you're doing, doing it wrong. wrong. Get out of the way. I'll right, kill move. you. I'll kill you. Then <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it'll kill that person." Uh, I mean, he apparently almost killed uh, Kate Winslet making uh, this new one. Really? Like, Kate Winslet's in these movies? Yeah. Because, yeah. like, so, I don't know if she's in two. Maybe she's in three, because I think he shot both of them already. Yeah. Um, Was she in one? No. Okay. But apparently, like, a lot of the new ones take place underwater. The Titanic. So he, like, trained everybody to br- not breathe underwater, but hold their breath underwater. Yeah. 
But I guess like a few times, like Kate Winslet was under there too long and she was fine. Was I, I, if I was a starlet, mm-hmm. I'd be like, I'm not going to hold my breath for you. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you did put me in that uh, the movie about the ship. Yeah. I Titanic. don't know. I think I think she probably is like, yeah, you put me in Titanic. All right. I'll. She doesn't I'll give potentially a care anymore. Drown in a pool in Hollywood. <laughs> While a bunch of people are filming it, what would you rather do, Tom? Mm-hmm. Uh, be in an Avatar sequel where you have to hold your breath, mm-hmm. or um, uh, be in a Top Gun sequel where you have to do your own fighter jet Ooh. stunts? Would I have to fly the plane or just be a passenger in the plane? How did they do it? They were just passengers in the yeah, plane. Yeah, yeah. Right? They had like, you but know. But they did have to do some kind of training or is that all overblown for like that variety article where it's like, oh, they actually had to like risk well, their lives and learn skills. I mean, I think pro- they probably had to learn a lot just to like, you know, stay conscious in the right. plane. Uh, I mean, maybe they had to have like a base amount of training for like, because they were the second pilot of like, look, if you're in this thing and like the first pilot passes out, the reason why we have two pilots in this plane is you need to be able to at least not crash this thing right away. Right. I can see that being the case. Yeah. Um, I mean, the plane thing would be fun. I think I would, I would now. Could I be fired? the water thing? Would be refreshing though, right? Yeah, it would, especially on a hot day. Yeah, yeah. Would it be a hot day when I'm filming? Um, it would be mostly, but some days would be like unseasonably cool, and you'd be like, but once you got in, you'd be like, oh, okay. As and as same thing when I'm my... flying the plane. It's the same dates. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, if I'm flying the plane, and it's hot. That's just gonna make everything worse. They got huh? AC in those. You things, think right? they got AC uh, in probably those not. Yeah, they're probably just like. Look, the the Viet Cong no, isn't going to give you AC. I mean, I would think the planes, for the amount of money, I think they've been uh, updated since 1968. But hey, who knows? Yeah. Um, I would. Uh, I, did you answer my question if I can be fired from these roles? Uh, did you ask that question? Yeah, or maybe I didn't. Um, maybe yeah, I you could. You could head. be fired. Okay. I would probably do the underwater because I don't have much faith in myself. Like if I had to be in a Top Gun movie and they were like, fly, you have to be able to act like you're flying the plane and you're not so scared you're peeing right. uh, the whole time. Because if, be like, if it was to like Tom Cruise flying, he's like, are, are you on Are you on my six hot dog? I, I need your help. And it just got to me like, ah! <laughs> Flying, <laughs> and then they just had to cut back to Tom. The Bruce. reddest man you've ever seen, <laughs> hyperventilating yeah. and crying in a cockpit, and then it just cuts to like a Sidewinder missile hitting uh, <laughs> like a Mig <laughs> jet, and Tom Cruise is like, "Wow, nice shot." <laughs> <laughs> Who would be scarier on set, uh, James? Uh, uh, James Cameron. James or Tom Cameron Cruise? or de facto director uh, Tom Cruise. Um, I think probably Tom Cruise, just because I think Tom Cruise would probably convince me everything's okay. Yeah, which and, is cool. Yeah, like I think Cameron would scream at me until I did He'd it. Break you. Yeah, but, but Tom like Cruise once you're like, broken, I think you'd be, you'd you'd be able to do everything. Yeah. You know, like, He'd but, build you back up. Too. But Tom Cruise would be like, buddy, 
you're key of the universe. Yeah, of course you are. It's positive reinforcement. And if, and if yeah. you're here, it's because I want, I need you here. Yeah. And you're oh. going to do it. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then I'd die. I'd fly into a mountain or something. <laughs> and he would just hire somebody else yeah. and be jealous that I killed myself on camera <laughs> instead of him. Um, so yeah, I would, I would probably pick up being underwater in yeah. Avatar. All right. Good choice. I mean, also like learning how to hold my breath for a long time. That's a more valuable skill than you learning. You think how to... about that all the time. You always talk about David Blaine and his. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the the odds I'm going to encounter a situation where holding my breath for a long time is going to be advantageous to me are way more likely than me having to fly a jet. Me having to fly a jet, like the next war breaks out, they're going to be like, oh, we taught that guy how to <laughs> call him up. Yeah. He's in the army now. Um, but what if it was like, oh, we have to and your swim to the submarine. Oh, you have to swim up to the submarine and then the jet's going to launch from there. No, no. I'm just saying, oh, what if, that, what if that, there's a war situation? Where and they're like, we need men who can hold their breath for yeah, five minutes. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, I guess I'm screwed either way. Yeah. Um, That's why I don't amass any skills. <laughs> so you're not called up into war. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to have to yeah, take responsibility for anything. Yeah. Um the uh you you mentioned that that this uh telescope's very expensive. What's interesting is like uh in 2007, I guess NASA was like, yeah, uh, this is going to cost us a billion dollars. And then in the end, it costs $10 billion. I mean, that's standard. But what's funny about it is that there was a study commissioned for like a next generation space telescope by the Space Science Board, who sound trustworthy, yeah. in 1984 and uh, adjusted for inflation, they estimated it would cost $10 billion. <laughs> so obviously somebody further back got the right number and they were like, well, don't tell them that. Then they'll never I mean, let they us do never it. never tell them that. Yeah. yeah. Do you, but do you think it's worth it? I mean, the thing with all this stuff is, you know, it's always like, why are we doing this? We've got all these problems on Earth. It's like, well, we wouldn't spend that money on those problems either. Yeah, I do think. We, we, we would instead use that $10 billion to buy like three jets. Exactly. That we would then sell <laughs> to the Saudi government. Unless uh, Tom Cruise needed to use it to make war propaganda. Yeah. And then we'd allow him to uh, take him out for a spin. Um, yeah, I don't fully understand the knowledge we're gaining yeah. from these things. And I I think uh, the media doesn't fully understand either because they're just like, oh, there's some planets that uh, they think they might have water on them now. Mm -hmm. And like, I think what they're implying is like, <laughs> stop conserving water. Yeah, we can go there. And it's like, I really wish <laughs> our they water would. problems are over. Like if they invested $10 billion in renewable energy or climate change mitigation efforts, mm -hmm. like I think we'd be better off. But I think like you said, they're not. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it also is like a weird thing that, you know, we've been looking up at the sky, you know, as long as we've been humans and we still don't really understand a lot of it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we should we should try and get a better idea of what's going on up there. Yeah. That that will. Uh, well, and I think. And, you know, what are we spending? Money? Like, we have a lot more money that we're spending on. Our, and what are we spending on? We're spending it on that, uh, uh, that uh, you know. 
freaking war machines, Tom. Mm-hmm. That uh, that arts council that gives money to make the piss Christ, uh, <laughs> art, quote unquote art. <laughs> You've been upset about that for the last twenty years. <laughs> yeah, me and Rudy Giuliani are still real pissed off about piss Christ. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know, uh, carving uh, faces onto the sides of mountains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, we spend money in a lot of dumb ways, and I feel like this is not, like, the the thing to get mad at us uh, spending money about. Yeah. Uh, You know, and it does lead to innovations in other areas. We have to solve a bunch of weird, unique problems whenever we do this, and that leads to breakthroughs in, in a bunch of other areas, like mirrors. Yeah. Uh, Tom, mm-hmm. we're, we're we're way over time. Yeah, but I do want to mention that uh, some space dust did hit one of these mirrors. Oh, and it was a it was a bigger deal than they thought. Mm-hmm. But um, they're mitigating it, so don't worry. Do they? They have, uh, do they put wipers on these things? They don't. It actually cracked a little bit. It cracked. But there's multiple mirrors here, uh-huh. and they're changing the angles of uh, other mirrors to kind of deprioritize thinking. it. That's what I would have suggested to them. Yeah. If they had come to me, and said, they hey, would have. Uh... If, if some other guy didn't get to that idea yeah. first, they would have been like, "We still can't crack this. Get Reynolds on the phone." Yeah. No, my I, my suggestion would have been uh, send a space shuttle to go get it and bring it back to Earth, <laughs> and then we'll see what we're looking at here, <laughs> which honestly would have been a lot more expensive. I We've think never so. gone yeah. that far out into space, so no. it would have been tricky. Yeah. <laughs> if you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can uh, also go there, find our links to things. We got live tickets for a live show two live shows in london two live up. crew uh a uh, few people have asked about uh the live stream tickets they're not available on the website yet but they should be soon as soon as they are we'll let everybody know uh you can sign up to our patreon patreon.com slash complete guide you can get a whole bunch of stuff but this week we're starting a new book how to win friends and influence people by dale carnegie Right, that's what it's called. Carnegie. Carnegie. Uh, I'm reading it, and I'm uh, trying to win Tim as my friend and influence him uh, in real time over the next month. Um, I think you might influence me, but I'll never be your friend. (laughs) You'll never win me as your friend. Patreon.com slash complete guide to get that episode. Those upcoming episodes, all the old episodes, too. uh, of uh, uh, Books and podcasts, stream dreams. Amazing facts. I mean, all kinds of Fast stuff. Fast Food Friday. Patreon.com slash complete guide. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal Tim. That's all the plugs. Badeeb, badeeb. That's all, folks. Um, yeah, I guess I was going to ask you if this was a, a big waste of time, but I don't think it is. And we uh, already it's covered it. doing the episode? Or, uh... Well, I mean, every episode is a big waste of time. Yeah. But uh, send, in, send in the... Uh, the thing up there. What I'm curious about is apparently the Hubble telescope, they would allow amateur uh, astronomers time on the telescope occasionally. Mm. So you could be, you could be like, Hey, I want this telescope 
for you know, a couple of hours, point it at this. I think there's something interesting there. And apparently they did like uh, discover a few things that way. They just point it we everywhere. Should, we should get in line for this new one. See yeah. If, see if they've got a amateur hour for the new one. And uh, here's what I'm going to propose. Hey, why don't we point it back at Earth? Yeah. Maybe we should be using some of those mirrors to look at ourselves and what we're doing to this planet. And I bet, I bet if I like lay it on real thick, they'll let me. Uh, or maybe they'll just take your point, and everybody will change their ways. Yeah, but then get this: once it's actually time, I'm gonna be like, "No, point it," and I'll figure out which planet probably has aliens, yeah. and I'll be like, point it at that, and uh, zoom in all the way. Don't don't just have it enhance enhance. Yeah, I want to see. Uh, yeah, use that zoom. Hey, why'd we build the zoom lens if you're not even using it, guys? I want to be able to read the license plate of an alien car. You wouldn't even. It it look like weird symbols to you, Tom. But that's how I would know. All right, yeah. It would still look like a license plate, though. It'd yeah, just be weird. A mm. weird alphabet. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, maybe we could use that. You know, if we can get a couple license plates, but imagine that the alphabet. You know, NASA puts out all these pictures, all these stars, and everything. But then there's like, yeah. Also, we let uh, Tom Reynolds use the telescope for a little while. He got this uh, taxi cab's license plate, but it's from another planet. Yeah, that would be way bigger. All oh, they probably wouldn't even put it out. They'd be so embarrassed because they'd be like, "This guy showed us an amateur." Yeah, an amateur. Unbelievable. Uh, no, look at these stars. That uh, we, uh, These are the colors they are, we swear. Tim, I put this picture out black and white, just like Taxi Driver. <laughs> yeah, you've never seen Taxi Driver, have I've seen Taxi Driver. <laughs> I'm thinking of Raging Bull, though. See you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.